Welcome in to episode 52 of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, a special episode. Only Adam and Steve, we're going to be doing a March Madness episode. And let me tell you, our emotions are at an all-time high right now. So brace yourselves. This could be a fun one, ladies and gentlemen. hours in your life uh interesting i mean life's <laughs> taken off years a lot of dumb text messages that i had to refrain from replying to who are those from you oh they're from me <laughs> yeah oh boy um well steve and i are recording this uh, about 10 minutes after one of the greatest games of our lives just happened i was just beat indiana to go to the Big Ten Championship game on a 35-foot Jordan Bohannon baked in three with one second to go in the game. Yeah, it was very thrilling. Unreal. Um, I was sending a lot of angry messages throughout the game, some happy messages <laughs> at times, and ultimately it ended with about as much happiness as you can have as a sports fan. Um, there was, I, I don't know if there I don't think there was a happy one. <laughs> there might not have been until the very end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when Jordan Bohannon hit the three, uh, the, the, what I remember is jumping off my couch to scream at the top of my lungs. And then I woke up on my living room floor in front of my entertainment center. I think the blood rushed to my head and I passed <laughs> out. So that's probably not uh, healthy. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa's done that to me twice in my life. The other was when I ran down the stairs from my bedroom after Marv McNutt caught the touchdown against Michigan State, and I slipped and cut my knee open on my mom's white carpet and passed out running down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, you should probably get that checked out. Slight chest pains. I think I put my heart through a little too much <laughs> that game. That's a, that's definitely a heart attack. I should probably do learn some yoga or deep breathing <laughs> exercises or something while watching <laughs> Iowa sports. But we're here. I'm alive. I'm alive and we're here. And for the first time since 2001, the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to the Big Ten championship game. Back uh, first time since the old Reggie Evans, Luke Recker days. Ooh, Reg Ev. Man, that was a good time. Yep. <sighs> All right. My heart is still going at about 129 resting beats per minute, but we'll be all right. We'll slowly come down from it. So this is the March Madness episode. Uh, we're going to share, you know, some of our favorite moments, maybe where we rank March Madness in sports terms, and then uh, list some teams that we think, you know, got a shot this year at Elite Eight, Final Four, and and maybe all the way. So, Steve, I'll ask you first. Uh, March Madness, yep. where does it rank in sports to you as like top? times of the sports year well i mean probably number one yep i mean the entire football season's awesome but there's nothing like a giant basketball tournament that you can lose a shitload of money on or win a shitload of money on gambling has made it even that much more exciting <laughs> yep oh man yeah i'd say to me march as much as i love football march madness has got to be number one for me and I'd say it's number one right above the opening weekend of conference games in college football. And then three would be baseball playoffs for me. But yeah, nothing nothing compares to the badness, especially in the group thread I'm in with you and a couple of our other friends and just getting to be a bystander to all your guys' gambling. <laughs> really makes it exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's bad when my phone refuses to send text messages because there's too many coming in. Oh, man. 
Yeah, conference tournament. That's just a taste of what it's going to be. I'd say, I don't know, what you say, a minimum, like 250 texts a day in that thread, maybe more. I've gotten that in the past two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. So my uh, my favorite March Madness moments, I think a couple are probably obvious for me that you would know of, but I'll save those. I'll save those for last, but, you know, you got the obvious Bryce Drew, probably like the first one I remember when Bryce Drew for Valpo. I don't remember who they beat that year. Catches the, I mean, the perfectly executed play. I don't know what the name of that play is when they throw it to the guy at half court and he kind of tips it to the other guy streaking by him for the three at the buzzer. Yeah. But, man, what an absolute all-time moment. You got uh, Xavier versus Kansas State, 2011, the game. Uh, that we can just call the Gus Gasm game. Gus Johnson absolutely losing his mind in the last four minutes of regulation and overtime of that game as they trade threes back and forth. What an absolute game. Um, you got Illinois, their comeback to beat Arizona in 2005, I believe. So that was the year Illinois lost the title game to North Carolina. I think Arizona was ahead by like 13 with like four minutes to go. And somehow Illinois comes back, beats them. I got a lot more written down, but I'll ask you, do you have any, just in case I steal them all, that are some of your favorite March uh, Madness moments? Well, I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to be March Madness. It could be conference tournaments. Yeah. I mean, look at that Syracuse game. What was it, six overtimes? Oh, gosh, that was so much fun. That out. Yeah, I missed, uh, I missed the test the next day because I stayed up all night watching that game and slept through. Slept yep. through my alarm. <laughs> yeah, oh. was that a UConn? Did UConn win that game? Uh, uh no. Was Syracuse that the one where Kemba winning? Or the uh, what was it? The UConn run where Kemba Walker went god mode. Oh yeah, he completely, completely destroyed the ankles of that big guy for Pitt in the first yep. round with that crossover, and then from there. UConn never lost the rest of the season. Went on and won the national title. Would not have even made the tournament if they didn't win the Big East tournament. And then they go win the whole freaking national title. Unbelievable. That was a great one. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with the Cinderella runs. Like, I've been screwed over by many times. We discussed earlier that, that, (laughs) yeah, that year VCU went off. (laughs) And just out of spite, I kept betting against them. The year of the world was introduced to Shaka Smart. Yep. At VCU. So what were they? Pissed off sitting at your house every day. I think, were they a third? Uh, they were a playing game. So I think they were a 13 seed, maybe. Um, they just. Um, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they came from behind in the last minute to win the playing game. And then they took it all the way to the final four. And Steve kept betting against them. There's no way they can win. Then they go and win. And there's no way they can beat Kansas. And they go and beat Kansas. And then there's no way they can beat UConn. And they go and beat UConn. (laughs) Yeah, I was (sighs) not happy. (laughs) Um, The year that Maryland won the national title, 2002, they almost lost in the second round. Drew Nicholas has to hit like a running falling away out of bounds in the corner three-pointer as time expires for Maryland to win. And then they go on and win the national. It's just crazy to think some of these teams that have won the national title, how close they were to not even making it out of the first weekend. Well, yeah, takes a little bit of luck. Yep. And then you got one that honestly really upsets me. I loved when it happened. But I think it ultimately affected my happiness because Michigan State, Corey Lucius hits a buzzer beater to beat Maryland in the 5-4 game, second round. The next week, Michigan State plays UNI, and Michigan State knocked UNI out in the Sweet 16. Feel <laughs> Still feel like UNI matches up so well with that Maryland team. UNI beats Maryland, goes to the Ely date. Who knows what happens? But we had to play freaking the King of March, Tom Izzo, in the Sweet 16 and lost. You know, who knows? Maybe I should have stayed in Alta. We'll never know. 
for the saving money. Yep. And I, uh, I say that I, so you and I, obviously I say that I'll say these last two, my two all time favorite March madness moments. Obviously it gotta be my alma mater, the Panthers of you and I 2010 nine C first of all, they're ranked. They end of the year ranked like 15th in the country. The committee gives them a nine seed. And in Kansas, this region, Kansas pretty sure had like 81% of national bets were on Kansas to win the national title that year. They were the huge overwhelming favorite. So I'm thinking, all right, you and I, they can win the first round, then season's over. Nope. But what happens is one of the greatest upsets in tourney history. Jordan Eagle Cedar, the pride of Iowa. It's two threes to start that game. The old Eagle Cedar. <laughs> and you and I goes on to beat Kansas. Ali Farouk Manesh, the legend of Jordan Eagle Cedar. Yeah. He, I mean, remember when he bitched Big Earn? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think There's Big a legend. Earn, I don't think Big Earn could have hung with Cole Aldrich in that game. Uh, <laughs> but you never know. But Ali Farouk-Manish takes maybe. Yeah, maybe. Ali Farouk-Manish takes the shot that all coaches would yell at you not to shoot. You and I is up by one, like 30 seconds to go. And he just says, screw it. I'm pulling the trigger on a three on a fast break. Buries it. Crowd goes nuts. The announcer, you can't be serious with that shot. Goes down as my favorite call maybe in sports history. Was losing my mind. Panthers go on. But then, of course, lose with me in attendance at the Sweet 16 the next weekend. Yep. Yep. And my uh, my other favorite moment. Corey Jesperson. Panthers 2015. <laughs> Paul Jesperson. Texas yep. ties it up with, I think, 2.8 seconds to go. You and I doesn't call timeout. Paul Jesperson creeps up the sideline. No one sees him. So he gets it. Only has to take one dribble. And he's already at half court. Launches. Banks in the three at the buzzer. Panthers beat Texas. Pandemonium. Kurt Warner, by the way, a legendary celebration when he made that shot. Warner falls out of the stands like someone pushed him to celebrate, and he falls out of the stands onto the court. Hilarious. What year was the uh, What year was the Michigan buzzer beater? What was it Jordan Poole? Michigan. Oh, what that would have been twenty. Jordan Poole. It had to have been about what twenty sixteen. I think it was Poole that it wasn't in. Yeah, Jordan Poole. They had they had Stauskas. They had Glenn Robinson Jr., I think. Hardaway Jr., all those yeah. guys, that team. That yep. was a good one. I forgot about that. Nothing better than a good buzzer beater. Nope. And uh, that Jesperson shot leads me into the next thing I want to mention quick before we hop into our 2022 preview of March Madness or our predictions uh, is heartbreak. There's always heartbreak in March Madness, and the next week, you and I, up 13, 58 seconds to go. (laughs) I'm at youth group. I check my score. I'm like, hell yeah, you and I is going to the Sweet 16. Amazing. Get home, turn on the TV, game's going to overtime. What in the world happened? (laughs) You and I blows a 13-point lead with 57 seconds to go. And they end up losing, I think, by like eight in overtime. I mean, that's a gut punch of all gut punches. <sighs> Tough one there. Um, one that yeah, I'm pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if you and me were watching this game together. 2000, I think it was 2008, Drake versus Western Kentucky. There's, good, there's a good chance we had three or four TVs set up in your living room. <laughs> Drake is the five seed in the Missouri Valley champs. Had Adam Emenecker, Clayton Corver. I think they led the nation that year in three-point shooting. I think the game, I don't remember if it was an overtime or regulation game. Both teams scored over 100. Stupid freaking Western Kentucky. Hits a three with like 1.2 seconds left to go from 40 feet. Drake loses. That was that was a gut punch. I wanted Drake to win that game so bad. Yeah. Would have been nice to see. I know. And then uh, Wisconsin, I I was just heartbroken. I wanted them to beat Duke so bad in the 15 title game. As much as I don't like Wisconsin now because of Brad Davison, which is rightfully so. The guy's a terrible human. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. 
Uh, man, I wanted Wisconsin to win that game so much in 15. That team was so likable. And just couldn't pull it out against stupid Duke. Yep. It's the Dukies. What do you expect? Yep. Duke's always Duke's always very hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Either run the, run the table or lose first or second round. Yep. Oh, man. Kind of worries me about this year's team. Yeah, I know. You never know if Duke is going to lose second round or make a Final Four, but yep. Coach K's last year, some wild, crazy, crappy things could happen. He'll probably have some Tom Brady-type luck. Mm, I don't know. They did lose his final home game, so. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> Not only lost, got smashed. Yep. That's uh, There's so many more they could go through, but those are just some of the ones that came to the top of my head. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you had any more before we move on. Well, what about the heartbreak of uh, Northwestern? What is it, Northwestern State? Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Northwestern State. One of, one of Iowa's most coveted teams. And oh, man. 2006. Buzzer for three. Yep. Yep. Haluska, Horner, Bruner, Duez, Henderson. Iowa was the three yep. seed. Iowa actually won. Wait, did they win the Big Ten tournament that year? I think so. I actually think they did. So I think this will be Iowa's. So, yeah, I said since 2001. It's 2006. Iowa won the Big Ten tournament that year. And then I went to Europe with the Glee Club in college. I paid five pounds in London in a hotel lobby to use a computer and check the score, thinking, oh, for sure, big win for the Hawks. I want to see who, who they play next. Paid that money just to use this computer and see that Iowa lost to Northwestern State. Had like four days in Europe left. Ruined the rest of the trip for me. I was pissed the whole time. I was even more pissed that I wasted money to pay that stupid computer just to see that Iowa lost. <sighs> Tough break. But you know what? Iowa is America's team of destiny this year. So Final Four, here we come. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. So... We'll get into March Madness this year. I, I made a, a small little list of what I think a team needs to win it all. Um, if I'm missing some or if you disagree with some, let me know. Um, so I think first and foremost, you got to have good guards. I don't think there's any exception. You, you cannot win without good ball handlers, good guards making smart decisions. Bad guard play will kill you in March Madness. I don't even care if you have just good college players who aren't pros anywhere else. You got to have good guards, even if they're good college guards, got to have good guards. Yep. Uh, the second thing I wrote, it's, it's very beneficial. If you have a big that can stretch the floor to get you mismatches and add an extra shooter out there and a tall athletic. I just, I just spit all over my paper. Good grief. <laughs> a tall athletic wing that can guard multiple positions is key because you get try to get defensive mismatches on you if you have a guard that's or a wing that's six six and can hop out and not get burned on a guard or that can step out and guard a big if they have to. Um, Keegan Murray, kind of like Keegan Murray, uh, a star player that can just take over regardless of the situation. Sometimes that's almost more important than all these other ones. If you have a star that's just a once in a lifetime, like can't stop him, kind of like Carmelo Anthony, that Syracuse year. Yep. And then obviously to win a championship in any sport, you need a little luck. Got to have luck. Whether a team yeah, you're playing you has one of their, little, but... yep. Whether a team you're playing has a injury happen, some bad foul calls, they go cold and your team wins because the other team goes cold. You got to have some luck. Did I miss any points? Is there anything there you want to add? Uh, no, I think you covered it pretty well. I'm ready. Ready ready for March Madness to get going and Calcutta to fire up. <laughs> Let's hope what we had to pay last year is actually what we make in profit this year. Uh, a little bit more would be nice. A little bit more would be nice. All we, all we, we were, Rutgers. We were in prime position last year to make like – 750 to a thousand each and stupid yep. freaking Rutgers. I hate Rutgers so much. 
Rutgers and then Loyola loses to Oregon State. Right there, those two games. Yep. Bam, just and like that. Oral Bob had that last second shot that was online, but short. Yep. If those three win right there, we all make a grand. Instead, I don't know what we had to yep. pay, 400 something. No, it was only like 250. All right. No, that makes me feel better than 400. <laughs> I think it was that much. <laughs> So I wrote down the, the the five big conferences here, or the six big conferences here in basketball, and then the two obvious teams that aren't in a in a major power power five or power six, I guess, or basketball conference. Yeah, that I think are probably the teams that could make a run. Now I think some of them will be easy to eliminate. You might disagree with me on my Big Ten list, but we'll see when we get there. Well, you are a <laughs> hardcore Hawkeye homer, so. <laughs> And Michigan State. Maybe we should just start with the Big Ten. Michigan State is not. So I wrote down for the Big Ten, Purdue, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan State. (laughs) I know how you guys guys feel about Michigan State. They're not that good. I don't know. I just just got one of those. I got one of those feelings. It's going to be one of them Izzo years where everyone's like, how did you make another Final Four? Nope. All right. There's not one of those years. <laughs> if, what if they beat man? If they beat Purdue today and then they beat Iowa tomorrow, that would stink. Honestly, yeah. I'd much rather face Michigan see, State I than don't Purdue see them though. Either. No. Yeah. All right. Purdue's got the, got size in the post, which Iowa does not. All right. Well, I'm going to cross off Michigan State, even though I wanted to write them down and just get you riled up. I'm going to cross them off. The heartbreak. The heartbreak. (laughs) The reason I did not write Wisconsin, first of all, I don't think Wisconsin's a title contender, but without Johnny Davis, I don't know if he's going to play or not, but not knowing if he is, and even if he's not 100%, I mean, he is, he's like their whole team. Why wouldn't Johnny Davis play? Did he get hurt like a few games ago? Now they don't know if he's going to play or not. Dude, I was literally texting you how shitty he played the other night. Huh. Some reason I thought he got hurt and was out. What other Davis do you think went three for 19? I don't know. Shows how much I pay attention sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you think Wisconsin, do you think they can make a run? Uh, No. Yeah, I'm not going to write him down. I'm still going to leave him off. All right, out of the Big 12, four teams I wrote down, their top four, in my opinion, were Baylor, Kansas, Texas, Texas Tech. Yep, I think that's pretty solid four. Yes, sir. Um, SEC. Is Oklahoma going to sneak in, though? Well, I think they're – what happened with them last night? They play, Did they play Kansas yesterday? I think they uh... lost to Kansas, didn't they? Or do they play Kansas today? No, they they played Texas Tech last night, didn't they? Oh yeah, I think they won, didn't they? No, they lost. Right. Lost by two. Yeah, I think they're in. Texas Tech, I feel, has more talent. Texas, Texas is a wild card because they have Chris Beard, who is a proven, you know, proven great coach. But Texas just always has so much regular season hype, and then always seems to flop in the tournament. And they, yep. I mean, they had Kevin Durant. Probably going to go down as one of the like seven to ten best basketball players that's ever lived, and they couldn't get past the Sweet Sixteen. Though so, yeah. I don't know, I'm not super high on Texas, but we'll see. Um, SEC, the team that we just you just never know on a night in base night in night out basis. <laughs> Auburn, yeah, Do uh, not can, trust them at all. Yeah, Auburn's just like Two Face from Batman. You got Kentucky. I wrote down Arkansas, who at times looks horrible and times looks like they can make the final four. Got they got smashed today. They did. And then they're projected again in right now as a ten or a nine seed. Alabama, whose record is not great, but they have by far if they get hot. If they get hot though, they Yeah, and they, they have by far the most impressive like wins list they beat so many big name teams but then they go and lose to a bunch of crap teams so i don't know it's just but they're a team that 
you know, maybe they're just ready for the big games. They get hot in March when it counts. Uh, Pac-12, I got Arizona, USC, and UCLA. UCLA. I think UCLA is probably going to be coming out of that. Yeah, Arizona. Arizona is another one of those teams that if they get hot. Yep, they lost their – was it the second leading scorer? They're thinking he's probably out for the year. So I won't rule them out yet, but that don't help. Um, They are freakishly athletic. They are. Same with USC. USC's just got freaks all over the floor. And then UCLA went to the final four last year, had Baylor on the ropes. Oh, wait, no, had Gonzaga on the ropes. Gonzaga They returned everyone. Yep, returned everyone. So a team that goes deep, struggles a little early year, then gets hot at the end of the year and returned everyone from a previous final four run. Always dangerous. That game, but it's such Juzang, a buzzer beater to beat them in the final. Juzang four. is coming off an injury. True, and I watched him play. I watched him play last night, and it was terrible. <laughs> that ain't like, great. He was so bad. Was it when they lost to Gonzaga in the final four? Did Suggs hit a buzzer beater? Is that what that was? Did he like bank in a three remember. from half court or something? I don't remember. I think that's what it was. Um. Duke, out of the ACC, is the only team I have written down from the ACC. Yeah, I don't know I don't if think, North Carolina is going to make it. They're going to make it, but, like, I don't think there's any other team outside of Duke that can make a run from the ACC. ACC is way down. Yeah, I think Duke's your best bet there. Yep. Big East. Especially, with, like you said, Coach Kane is last year. Yep. Big East, they got Nova, Providence, and UConn. Nova and Nova and UConn are the only two that matter there. Yeah, no Providence. We think no Providence is grossly overrated. All right, I'm crossing them off. They're not making the elite eight. And then the non-power conferences, obviously Gonzaga. They're going to always be in the mix. Plus, they meet one yep. of the criteria. They have an absolute freak, Chad Holmgren, star player who can take over a game regardless of what's going on. And then the second team I wrote down is Houston. See, but the problem don't with know Houston what to do with Houston. Their two leading scores have injured for the year. I know, and then they still somehow just seem to always be there. But yep. are they in the Mountain? Are they in the Mountain West? What conference are they? In? Uh, no, they're the AAC with Memphis. Man, Houston. Houston's one of those teams that can, you know, easily make a final four, but also lose in the first round. I'll leave them for now. Or you can just, you can have Memphis going to the final four, like one of our friends <laughs> who knows nothing about basketball. Can't wait for him to listen. Oh, <laughs> shoot. So I figured out of these lists, obviously the bracket's not out. So matchups are going to be huge. Probably some of these might even have to play each other to get to the easy date. But since the brackets aren't out now, and I wanted to do this. I figure we can pick who we think are probably the best eight options out of this. And then from there, think who we think can get to the final four. And then we can try to predict our champ. And then yep. people can listen to this episode. And because we're experts, use our knowledge to make their brackets better. Because we are yeah. geniuses. Well, yeah, definitely top-notch college basketball <laughs> analyst. All right. And our opinions matter. Yep. you dang right. So, gosh, there's probably going to be some Cinderella team that makes an easy date, but I don't Always have is. It's, it's just there's so many. There's, yeah, yo, yeah, yo. What just happened? I had a minus five and a half. They won by six. Boom. Great day. <laughs> Great day gambling so far. Um, yeah, feel free to throw out any live shout outs while we're recording if you want. So I didn't write any, I didn't write down like a list of like five, like, uh, like one bid conference teams. There's likely someone's going to make the eight eight entirely too hard to predict. There always is always some Cinderella story out yep. there. So out of the, I'll just, we, I just figured we could pick eight out of these majors and, uh, and then go from there. I think, I think we got to go Gonzaga You can feel free yeah, to throw out, throw out sad, ones eh? that you think. Gonzaga, Purdue. No, Purdue is 
another Big Ten this year is, I think, down. Big Ten I mean, struggled in the tournament in the last, I don't know, five years or so. I mean, I'm a diehard Iowa fan and don't want to sound like a homer, but right now I think Iowa has the best chance to make a run. Well, that's what I think, too. Peaking at the right time. Yeah. They got a star player that can take over regardless. Yep. Tony Perkins and Bohannon are stepping up at the right time with guard play. Um, They do struggle a little playing against like a traditional a like stuff. Someone has a good big. But we're, unless we run into Indiana or Illinois or someone in the tourney, should be pretty good. And if you play, who knows? If we play Gonzaga, Chet Holmgren might have 40 on us, but who knows? All right, we're, you know what we're mm. going to do? We're adding Iowa to that list. <laughs> Sorry, that'll folks. Get Thomas, that'll get Thomas riled up. Yep. Um, I'm big. I am really big on Kentucky and Oscar. Is it Shibway? Is that his name? Yeah, I I like Kentucky as well. I'm a big I'm big on Kentucky this year. Oscar is an absolute freak of nature down in the post, and they got I mean they got all the talent in the world at the guards and stuff. It's just whether all their young guys can, you know, step up in the big game. I'm a big Kentucky fan. Tennessee's actually up eighteen to nine on Kentucky right now. Mm, bad timing right there. Yeah, that's all right. I've been I've been ride or die all season with UConn. What do you think when it comes to UConn? I I really like UConn as a lower seed to make a run. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go with them. UConn, you so UConn, much like UCLA, who I'm thinking we should maybe throw in this eight too. UConn brings back their entire team from last year, and I mean. It's a, a, a team that's been together for three to four years who's super talented. They got pros, all veterans. I mean, that's the type of team you want in March. Yep. So I'm going to say them. Uh, what's your thoughts on Arizona or UCLA or both? Get, I don't making know. a run to that. Arizona has, Arizona has all the pieces. Mm-hmm. But – but lately they've been struggling. Yeah, without their second leading scorer, I honestly tend to lean UCLA over them because UCLA's, I mean, I guess Juzang is not 100%, but with Tiger Campbell and everyone yep. back from last year, I don't know. I just, I just really like UCLA. UCLA actually plays Arizona later today. Oh boy. What time is that game? Um, Gonna have to watch that. I'm putting UCLA. Um, Arkansas, Arkansas only lost by 18 today. <laughs> Kentucky or who? Wait, no, Kentucky's Arkansas? Tennessee right now. To Alabama? Arkansas lost to Texas A&M. Oh, my gosh. They lost to Texas A&M by 18. Yeah, but Texas A&M's a tournament team. They're probably oh, yeah. 23 and 11. Yep, and I could still see – I honestly could still see Arkansas making a run. I don't know. You got Gonzaga yeah. in there. So, right now – we got Gonzaga, Iowa, Kentucky, UConn, and UCLA. People are going to call me such a homer. I truly, truly am trying to be unbiased with Iowa. I think they got the criteria. Yeah. Except except if Pat McCaffrey plays too much. And I'm keeping that in. I don't like him. <laughs> Adam does not enjoy him. Nope. I do not enjoy Pat McCaffrey one bit. Um. So Purdue, we're saying no to. You think yeah, I don't making like Purdue it? at all. Okay. They got Ivy, but they're hit or miss. What do we think about Illinois? Kopi is like, he's not a big that stretches the floor, can't shoot really, but he's just an absolute monster down low. But, and Curbelo is just, that guy is nuts. That guy, you don't know if he's just going to have 14 straight terrible plays. Or if he's going to make 14 straight unbelievable plays. But and Fra- they got Frazier and, man, they're just such a weird team. Yeah, I know. Like I said, they're very – if they get down, they're down. They don't have Dushamu to bail them out this year. Yep. I don't know. I'm not big on Illinois making a run. Neither am I. I'm going to cross them off. 
a team, two teams that I do like a lot, Baylor and Kansas. See, Honestly, Baylor is also down there starting center, though. I know that's the thing. They did have a big guy that's filled in somewhat decent for him. They got that complete redneck looking dude back. What's his name? Um, Matt Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> they got him. Kansas, I just kind of like Michigan State. I got this Kansas feeling like it's just one of those years where Bill Self's going to make a run. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about him, but I really like Kansas. But what is, what are your thoughts? Uh, what's his name? They've got Baji or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, like Baji. They got some good players. Which, yeah, he's a pretty solid player. They also but... got Yesifu. Remember him from Drake last year? Oh yeah, he went there because he thought he, <laughs> he was going to be Kansas. an all star and <laughs> just like just like Isaiah Moss. Whatever happened to that guy? Yep. Grass isn't always greener, Isaiah. I'm putting Kansas in. I love – I mean, I don't love, but I I kind of like Texas Tech. I also kind of like – as much as Texas flops, I like Chris Beard so much as a coach. But I don't know. Yeah, you're kind of obsessed with him. Teams we got to choose from still that could take our final two slots. We got Texas, Texas Tech. I mean, we could go Baylor. I crossed them out, but we could put them in. Bama, yeah. Arkansas, Auburn. I've liked Auburn all year because it got See, good post play. But yeah, their guards are very hit or miss, and you need consistent guard play to win in March. If their guards can put together four or five good games, they're a really good team. Agreed. But I don't know. We think and probably know on Auburn. But I'd throw Auburn in. Why not? Auburn, there it is. I like Walker Kessler. So we got yeah. Nova, Houston, Duke as well. Duke's kind of been one of my top five teams or hanging I, around there. I like I like Duke. Yep. So obviously this isn't going to be 100% accurate because Cinderella, some Cinderella team's going to make it. And right now our picks are chalk, but without knowing, I mean, I mean, technically you usually only get really one Cinderella that makes it in there. And it's usually chalk and power five teams that are in the elite eight and final four anyway so we might yeah we might be pretty accurate all right without knowing who's playing who gonzaga iowa duke kentucky yukon ucla kansas auburn who do we think probably has the best chance to make the final four out of those teams i like gonzaga for sure yep i'm with you there gonzaga iowa <laughs> you're gonna make thomas's head explode probably gonna be uh we don't have to do it if you don't want i'm just you know i'm just feeling a little squirrely just, just put it just put them in there i think regardless they're yeah if anything else they'll get some people chattering saying look at these dumb homers i'm here bring me the bring mm-hmm. the heat i'm here for the smoke by the way i think regardless of what happens tomorrow they're a four seed now so they're gonna have let's see here yeah be four or five second round potentially against like a Providence maybe or something, which would be a great second round matchup for Iowa if they would win in the first round. I'd love Iowa to play Providence. That'd be sweet. Providence isn't that good. I'm thinking no to Auburn here to make the final four. But yeah. If you if you're thinking Auburn's gonna make the final four, we can put them in. I'm thinking no on I, Auburn. Kansas, we'll I'm not I'll, a fan. I'll leave. Yeah, we're going to take them out. Um, Man, do I love UConn. And so, uh, man, I love UConn. I love UCLA. They have so much good veteran leadership. But you also got Duke, Kentucky. I mean, Duke has behind Holmgren. What's that player's name? They're saying it's going to be the number two pick in the draft. Um, Can't think of his name. Anyway, uh, Kentucky's got Oscar. Kansas has yeah. Ajabaji or whatever his name is. <laughs> Ajabaji? Yeah, there it is. What do you think? Okay, UConn. I'm a huge UConn fan. What do you think? So am I. Put them in. We're putting UConn in. UConn's one of them teams that loves March, and almost always when they make a run, it's with a team that has like 85 90% of the players played together the year before, and they got that this year. They got great guard play. They're yep. 
They're they've got athletic wings everywhere. They have oh man, I should be better with individual names. I hear these names all season long, can't remember them. They have a guy who's potential lottery pick. Cannot think of his name right now. Plus, I'm a big fan of Bobby Hur- or wait, Dan Hurley. Not Bobby Hurley. He's the coach. I think it's Dan Hurley. Yeah, it's not Bobby. That leaves us for our final spot in the final four. Duke, Kentucky, UCLA, or Kansas. I will say, hard to make back-to-back final fours. UCLA was there True. last year. I don't know. So was Gonzaga, but Gonzaga's whoo, their front court is something else. Gonzaga's loaded. Yep. What do we think about UCLA? Maybe not back-to-back final fours for UCLA? I don't think so. All right. Sorry, Tiger. You're an Iowa native. We love you, but you're going to fall short this year, Bob. Duke, Kentucky, or Kansas? Who do you like out of those three? Duke, Kentucky, or Kansas? Mm-hmm. Kentucky. I'd say Kentucky. Kentucky and Oscar. Coach K's glorious career ends in the Elite Eight. Nothing to scoff at. Five titles. Good for you. Enjoy your retirement. Couldn't get one last title, Coach K. It's all right. You've had enough good things happen to you in life. Get over it. Purdue's up 21-14, by the way. Wow. Turn that game on when we're done here. All right. Gonzaga, Iowa, UConn, Kentucky. Here, let's assume it's Gonzaga versus Kentucky and Iowa versus UConn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with UConn. (laughs) I wanted to put Iowa in it at all and then put this episode out and watch people lose their marbles. (laughs) Going UConn, hell of a year for Iowa. Fran McCaffrey probably gets a huge extension. Still think... I still think he struggles at times with freaking lineups. Bro, your son is not good. You got to realize sometimes <laughs> the certain lineups that are rock and rolling, they're going to be fresh because you get four freaking TV timeouts per half. Your players are not going to be that tired. Leave in the good players. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Coach Adam. Yep, you're welcome. UConn knocks out Iowa in overtime. Heck of a game that was. Heck of a game. Keegan Murray had 38. Went to to OT, huh? Yep, and Keegan Murray had 38. Great way for him to go out before he gets picked in the lottery of the NBA. Gonna miss you, Keeg. Love you, bud. Uh, Gonzaga, Kentucky. Who we got? Mm, I think Kentucky. I'm actually with you. As much as I like... Yeah, it's tough when I understand Syracuse did it with mellow, but it, it's tough when your best player and your star that you have to rely on in these massive games is a freshman. Yep. And they got Timmy. He's a senior. I get it. But both those stud guards that steady the ship when things got a little rocky last year are gone. And as freakish mm-hmm. as Chet Holmgren is just not sure he's the kind of guy who can carry him in a little distressful situation. Who knows? Oscar Sheway is the type of guy who could get Holmgren to have three fouls on him in the first half. Well, yeah, and what's Chet Holmgren weigh? 190 pounds? Not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that Syracuse team that won it all, and Mello was a freshman. First of all, Mello's he's probably going to go down as one of the, I don't know, probably a top 50, maybe top 60 player. I've had my gripes with him, but that – that team had Hakeem Warwick, who had a 13-foot wingspan, I'm pretty sure, and uh, Gary McNamara, who was the best shooter in the country, possibly, mm-hmm. who was, I believe, a junior. So they had veterans to go with the absolute freakish Carmelo. Man, Carmelo was good in college. All right. In the back roads and bonfires championship, it's UConn. Laugh at us now. You're going to be idiots when it actually happens versus kentucky i'm thinking uh i don't know i'm kind of leaning yukon but what do you think kentucky's kind of been the team i've been mm. riding with most of the year that i think could win it has the best chance to win it all i I'd love, i like kentucky to win it all we're gonna go kentucky oscar Sheebway. coach cal gets his second title probably cements him as 
mean, a top 10, uh, possibly a top five coach ever. That second title for him, that guy's, that guy's got a lot of wins, a lot of guys in the pros. A lot of one and dones. A lot of one and dones. All right. You heard it here first. The back roads and bond. By the time you hear this, the brackets will be out. Kentucky could have a bad matchup. Doesn't matter. They're going to win it all. Backroads and Bonfires podcast says Kentucky is your 2022 national champion. You can call us out on it. If we're wrong, we're probably not going to be because we're basketball <laughs> experts, like I said. Everyone knows I was going to win it all. Dark horse. Yes. Just Dark had horse. Switch, just had to switch it out. If you guys are wanting to throw some money on someone, not saying you should do it on Iowa, but I'm not saying you shouldn't. Just think about it. Think about yep. throwing a little money on Keegan and Chris Murray. Brett always does this part, so I'm not 100% sure of the names. <laughs> but I think you, uh, I think uh, Facebook, or just if you just search for Backroads and Bonfires podcast, you can find us there. If not, just listen to an old episode and yeah. figure it out. Pretty sure on Twitter, it's uh, at BK Roads Bonfires. I'm 92% sure of that. Um, go to anchor.com. That's kind of the mothership that has all the links for where you can listen for Apple and Spotify and all the places you can listen. Anchor will give you those links. Or if you want to just go to the Spotify app or the Apple podcast app or Google podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find it there. And uh, if you want some funny content and maybe want to share a video, if you enjoy it and send it to a friend and say, Hey, you should listen to these guys podcasts. Uh, check out my TikTok. I think the videos yep. are good, but I might be self-absorbed. They might not be that good, but I think they're good. Did a nice auctioneer video the other day, acting like I was an auctioneer, counting the gas prices as they went up as I spent like $120 on gas or on diesel yeah. fuel. That made me sick to my stomach. What yeah, are you it's gonna not do? Gonna get any get any better anytime soon. Nope. I'm thinking I'm thinking it might be time to buy a horse chop down a tree because I can't afford to buy lumber, make my own lumber, build me a buggy and go old school. Just going to make sure, have to make sure I have a good warm face mask and warm clothes. If I have to take my horse and buggy down highway seven to go to bomb in the middle of winter. <laughs> Should be, that's why well, you need to get some sled dogs. <laughs> that's true. Taking the ditch might be a little easier than an icy road with horse and buggy. <laughs> Man, can you imagine taking a horse and buggy down Highway 7, negative 10 wind chill, all those horse poops freeze on the road, and a car hits one of them frozen clumps of horse poop and just flips and flips the car straight into the ditch. I, I would get sued. <laughs> yeah, because by the I, time I that sued. happened, you'd probably only be like four miles away. Yep. I'd be leading a, I'd be leading a police chase down Highway 7 going three miles per hour. Guys, I a can't nice pull over. Step, My heater's nice only gonna last trot. a little while longer. <laughs> yep. Just do 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 do. All right, we got any exciting uh got any exciting uh exciting text message or anything from the Iowa game? Nope. No. Just a lot of a lot of screaming basically. Yeah. I do like that this when I scream a lot, I feel like it makes my voice more radio friendly, a little lower, a little weathered. So it's good that yeah. Jabo made that three and I passed out on my floor um, before this podcast. If I could give anyone a word of advice, it would be to not stand up too quickly mid spaz. If your team does something amazing in sports, jump up first and then scream. And the hopefully save you from the blood rushing too hard to your head and you pass out and potentially hit your head on a corner of a table or something and bleed out. No one wants that. Earn says Richmond is pooping their pants. <laughs> Tough break. You guys got Richmond? I bet on Richmond because Earn's all about them. So. Nice. Very nice. I should. Oh, by the way, I'm unretired now. I made a, I made a $10 parlay bet today on DK. I should check it. Well, I don't even remember what that bet was. I'm, I'm going to open it up. Oh my gosh. I got to turn my Wi-Fi on. My Wi-Fi was off because my TV was glitching. All right. Wi-Fi is on. on. You bet on Michigan State, so that's a loss. <laughs> All right. So far, let's check it out. 
All right. So far, Iowa money line and one for one. Uh, what's the score of the Michigan State game? They are down twenty-five to sixteen. Hey, gonna need gonna need them <laughs> to step it up. I told hey, I got you rich. Wait, I got Richmond. Money, I got Richmond money line. What's happening? They're down thirty-one to twenty-one in the first half. All right, a lot of time left. A lot of time left. Let's go Richmond. Let's go Michigan State. Who else do you have? Uh, I got Kansas money line. Creighton solid bet. Creighton plus six and a half. Ooh, Duke lines money up to line. seven. Ooh, I went UCLA money line over Arizona. That's not a bad one. Yep, and then uh, Memphis. What if it comes down to tough. UCLA? Because Michigan State and Richmond pull the wins, and then UCLA loses them like a buzzer beater to cost me twelve hundred dollars. It would be funny, man. There'd be a lot more happening than just blood rush passing out happening in my living room if that <laughs> happened. <laughs> so we'll keep you posted. But uh, that was our that was our without the bracket being out. March Madness predictions, March Madness memories, great times. By the way, one of those things that I relate to March Madness: Sioux Falls basketball tournaments. Yep. Can't can't think of March Madness without thinking of Sioux Falls basketball tournaments. They were went hand in hand together. Usually the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight weekend was happening when we were in Sioux Falls. I'm sure there'll be a lot more March Madness talk coming up in future episodes. Uh, until then, go Hawks. Go Kentucky, I guess. And enjoy your basketball, folks. We're out of here. Hut, hut. <laughs>